today on this beautiful February morning. We gather together as a church community, as a family, and we celebrate together the beginning of a period in the church called the Triovium. In fact, in, if we were in Greece, maybe not in the big cities anymore, probably in cities like Thessaloniki where they're a bit more ecclesiastical-minded, today you would be greeted sometimes in the stores or in the, if you walked into your favorite cafe and you saw people that you would know, they would say, Kalo Triovium. It's actually something that is said and it's something that is thought about, that today things change in the church. The Triovio is a book, it's an actual book, and it is the book that is used on the chancer stand starting today all the way until the day of Pascha, until Easter. And then from Easter until Pentecost, there's another book. But this whole period is called Triovion, right? And if you were present during the matin service today before the liturgy, you notice that something has, there's been a distinct and noticeable change in the way the chanters are singing and what they're singing. The hymns that are, uh, that are sung have become to take a more penitent nature. They're reminding us of, to begin thinking of repentance. They're reminding us that Lent is around the corner. In fact, the next few weeks are a preparation for Lent. It's like in sports, you know, they have spring training or preseason. This is the preparation before they start playing the preseason games. They're preparing for a type of war during Lent. That all of us during Lent begin to attempt to prepare for Easter. And this is the preparation for Great Lent. And what a story the church gives us today to begin the preparation. The story of the publican and the Pharisee. It is a parable that Christ told. And he said that a Pharisee came into the temple. For those that don't know, a Pharisee was kind of the upper echelon Jew. They were the ones who went out of their way to attempt to follow every single law. We have people in our churches, right? That noticeably try to follow every single law in the church. They're the ones that fast better, they pray more, they attend the church, the services, and never miss. This, of course, is a good thing. And the Pharisee following the laws was indeed a good thing. The publican, who was a tax collector, broke most of the laws. He wasn't very good at following the laws. In fact, he was a type of traitor to his own people. He collected the taxes from the Jews. He generally took more than he was supposed to. And to make matters worse, he was giving the money he was collecting from the Jews to the Romans, who were the occupiers. The other Jews were not very fond of the publicans, of the tax collectors, understandably so. And yet, Christ tells us that the tax collector left the temple 
more justified than the Pharisee. When we ask the children, when they hear the story, the, of course, you know, the Pharisee came in and he boasted. He said, God, I'm great. Thank God for me. Thank God I'm not like the tax collector in the back of the temple. I do all the right things. The publican says he couldn't even dare to lift up his eyes. He recognized his sinfulness. He recognized his shortcomings and weaknesses. And all he did was beat his chest and say, God have mercy on me. The truth is that we need to take a little bit from both the Pharisee and from the public. We have to understand that all the rules that the Pharisee was following are not an end in themselves. They are a mean to an end. It is important for us to follow the traditions of the church, the rules, to fast, to pray, to follow the commandments, to do good works, to be philanthropic. The ascetic teachings of the church are there so that we can get to a certain point. But we cannot become worshipers of the law and forget about the one who wrote the law. We worship God. We don't worship the laws. We follow the laws so that we might experience, that we might have an experience with God. We've said it before that the more we come to church and the more we follow the rules of the church, the commandments and the traditions, this should make us kinder, more humble, more loving, more patient. If we see that the more we come to church and the more we follow the laws, if we see that we are becoming less patient, more judgmental, it probably means that we're worshiping the law and not the lawgiver. It means that we're like the Pharisee, following the rules really well, but we're missing that personal experience with God. From the publican, we can understand how important it is to understand our weakness, our sinfulness, our shortcomings, and to repent. The fathers of the church are clear that the rules are necessary, but the experience is the only thing that matters. The rules are a way to bring us to that point. And sometimes we follow the rules so closely, and it's the only thing we care about, and we miss out on the experience. They say, the saints of the church say that the greatest tool, the greatest weapon to bring virtues to ourselves is humility. And the greatest hindrance to open virtues up to ourselves is pride. May we measure where we fall between the two and adjust accordingly as the church gives us this opportunity as we prepare for great and holy Lent.